Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? John, I got you. John, Do I, I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's ad grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I flow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. down everybody welcome to the season premiere of am i on the air it is that time ladies and gentlemen it's season 11 episode one it is the season premiere tonight's episode is the red capes are coming uh so i welcome you to the show it's been a little bit um i am a couple days late so allow me to explain uh i try very very hard to make sure that i always have a show up every sunday night I um went out a week out of town for the weekend uh, with my wife and my kids, and um, you know had a nice little time away for a bit. Came home kind of late on Sunday, and started to not feel good, and so I decided, you know, okay, I'm not going to do the show tonight. I'll do it Monday night. And then when I woke up on Monday, I felt even worse, <laughs> and I definitely caught a cold. Over the weekend when we went out of town, I don't know if it was from just the AC vent or from, you know, swimming in the pools all weekend, uh, but I ended up getting a cold, which I still have right now, so if my voice sounds a little, you know, shaky or raspy or anything, or you hear me sniffling, um, that is why, because I'm actually still sick. Like I said, I had all intentions to do this show last night, Monday night. And um, I ended up passing out on my couch at about 9 o'clock. Uh, and then I went to bed. And I can't even tell you the last time I've been to bed at 9 p.m. Uh, it just never happens for me. So then the show got pushed back again another day <laughs> um, to today. So it is Tuesday, July the 14th. I am a couple days late. And I'm very, very sorry about that because I've been dying to do this show. Of course... Uh, last, you know, weekend was Comic-Con, and so much goodness dropped out of there, and I really wanted to bring all the big stuff from Comic-Con to you guys, and, uh, you know, so I feel horrible that I didn't get a show out on time, or last night, as I originally planned. So, allow me to get you caught up here with a, maybe a little bit of a supersized edition of this week's Am I on the Air? So, I officially welcome you to the show once again. Uh, I'm your host, Don Mega. And, um, like I said, it is the season premiere. Uh, last season 10 ended up going 25 episodes, which is really, really crazy. 
Uh, it was an extended season. Uh, being that this is a bunch of news coming out of Comic-Con and everything else going on right now, I thought this was the best time to do a season premiere and start off fresh with our season 11. Um, so let's talk. Now, I don't have a movie review for you um, because, like I said, I went out of town and we're doing stuff with COVID. So there was no new movie to see. Of course, you know, the, the releases last weekend were uh, Minions, which, of course, everybody else in the world went and saw because it made like $115 million at the box office. And um, the other movie was Selfless with Ryan Reynolds, which I did want to see Selfless. Um, but now I don't know if I will because it was only number eight at the box office, and that means it probably won't even be in the top ten next weekend. So I might just end up skipping that one at this point. I did want to see it. I've heard some pretty okay things. Our boy Friggins over here on Red Dirty Radio said he went and saw it and he liked it. So you know, I, I'm I was looking forward to it, but I'm really disappointed that box office and now it's going to be out of the theater here really, really soon. So. Yeah, so let's get into Comic-Con, since there's no movie reviews, let's talk about all the big highlights there. Um, you know, Friday, the big standout was the Star Wars panel. They did not bring any footage, which was kind of weak, I think, because uh, everybody was expecting it with the, uh, the trailer. That didn't happen. <coughs> and instead, they just aired um, a behind-the-scenes clip of the movie. Uh, which we did get our hands on that video, and it is posted up on our Twitter and Facebook page. So if you want to see that behind-the-scenes Comic-Con preview, check out those pages. Um, let's see. So the cool thing about the Star Wars panel was that they brought out um, Harrison Ford and, of course, the rest of the cast, which Harrison Ford was a big surprise because this is the first public outing he's had since that plane crash that happened a couple months ago. Um, then, we, Saturday, and Saturday, of course, was the real big stuff going down. Um, mainly, I want to talk about the Warner Brothers panel. Um, so Warner Brothers started, of course, they showed some, you know, other stuff that, you know, maybe we'll talk about later. But, of course, the big thing was the Batman v Superman uh, panel. They brought out the entire cast. And they talked a lot about Batman v Superman, and then they aired the brand new trailer. It's a three and a half minute trailer, and I was so stoked, and I was so jealous of the people at Comic-Con over there in Hall H. And um, lucky for us fans, Warner Brothers decided to release the Superman v Batman v Superman trailer um, to the world right after the Comic-Con panel. So uh, we posted it up. And if you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend you go to MIOMIR.com and you click on the Trailers tab and you watch the brand new Batman v Superman Donald Justice film. It is phenomenal. I, I posted it on my personal Facebook page and I said, I think this may be the best trailer I've ever seen in my life. It is that amazing to me. I've watched it about 20 or so times since it came out on Saturday. Um, I was blown away by it. I watched it on my phone. I watched it on my tablet. I watched it on the TV. Um, I just can't get enough of this thing. I catch more and more segments the more I watch into it. Um, this trailer is just so phenomenal. It gives us finally some dialogue. We get to see what the story is really about. 
which is really holding Superman responsible for all the damage and all the destruction that happened at the end of Man of Steel when, you know, uh, he's fighting Zod. And that, I thought, was really, really cool. They actually show a clip of... Oh, sorry, to close it. <coughs> they show a clip of um, Bruce Will standing in the streets and he's looking up at the at the sky and he's watching Superman and Zod fight in the end of Man of Steel. And he's seeing the buildings crumble down and there's these big smoke clouds of the destruction and everybody's running out of it, but Bruce Wayne is running right into it. And his own Wayne building gets destroyed and you know he's looking up at the sky and just disgust and he's saying you know this guy can't be trusted he can wipe out our entire race if he wants to and you get a really good sense of why batman is going to be the superman uh in this movie you get the first glimpses of wonder woman and i thought she looked great um henry cavill just so awesome as superman um you know you see the senate hearing saying you know we hold you responsible for all of this to Superman, um, we get our first glimpses of Lex Luthor. Not the bald Lex Luthor, though. He's got long hair in this. Um, but we do know he goes bald at some point. You can see that promo picture already. And um, it's just... I can go on and on about this trailer. I mean, there's a Robin suit in the Batcave that is on display and it has spray paint across the chest saying, ha ha ha, jokes on you, Batman. Uh, which leads you to believe, obviously, that joke has been around. He's probably killed Robin at this point. Um, so that was really cool to see the Robin suit. Um, you see Alfred. Um, you see, you know, Harry White talking to Clark Kent. You see Amy Adams, Lois Lane, uh, talking about how, how Superman needs to continue to be that symbol of hope for everybody. Um, I love the scene with uh, Superman talking to his mom. And she's like, you know, you don't owe this planet anything. You know, because he's just so down on his luck about people hating on him for, you know, trying to save everybody. But, you know, of course there was destruction in this because of Zod. You also see Zod's body getting unzipped in the body bag. So he's obviously, I bet you they use his DNA or something to probably create Doomsday or something like that. I mean, you see Kryptonite. You see that Luthor looking at Kryptonite. Um, you know, and the very end of the trailer... Uh, Lex says, you know, the red capes are coming, the red capes are coming, and I was like, oh, that's so tight, and uh, I was originally going to title tonight's episode, um, Dawn of Awesomeness, um, because of just how great that trailer is, but I really like that line of the red capes are coming um, trailer, and then after he says that, it cuts to a scene of Superman walking in slow motion, his cape is floating in the wind, and he walks up to the Batmobile, and he rips the Batmobile doors off. Um, and then Batman stands up out of the Batmobile and they stand looking at each other face to face and that's the final shot of the trailer and it is just mind-blowing, spine-tingling, uh, just amazing stuff right there. So I was very, very thrilled with it. I loved it. It was already my most anticipated film next year and now my anticipation has just blown my entire brain out uh, because of how great that trailer was. So... We did post it on the Facebook, we did post it on Twitter multiple times, but once again, if you somehow missed it over the weekend, MIA.com, click on the trailers tab, and you can see all the latest and greatest trailers everywhere. <laughs>
Sorry to go silent for like a couple seconds. It's because uh, I'm sneezing. <laughs> so, uh, excuse me. Right there. Anyways, um, I'm trying to fight through the stream, guys. <laughs> so then, um, in the WB panel, they also showed that um, officially announced that the 2020 reboot of the Green Lantern movie is now going to be the Green Lantern Corps. Um, this is something that we talked about on the show. I, I told you it was a rumor uh, for a while that they might be doing the core route. So in that case, they could do Hal Jordan. They could do John Stewart. They could do multiple incarnations of um, the Justice League, or not Justice League, sorry, the Green Lantern Corps. Um, and I think it's a smart move. Um, I think if they were really smart, what they would do is debut Hal Jordan in the Justice League movie, have him be kind of by himself in the Justice League films, um, but then when they do the solo Green Lantern movie, do it as the Green Lantern Corps, so that there's more to work with than just, you know, one Green Lantern, because obviously the last time that didn't work out very well. So, we can only hope, but that was pretty cool confirmation. Unfortunately, we did not get confirmation about who would be playing Green Lantern, like we thought we might, like maybe a Tyrese, um, maybe even a Chris Pine. Now, the thing with Chris Pine, they take this as pure speculation, but according to the people in Hall H when they announced the Green Lantern Corps uh, movie, it showed an animated version of Hal Jordan, and everybody in Hall H was saying that the animated version of Hal Jordan that they showed looked identical to Chris Pine. So, I know a lot of sites actually started warning that running the report that Chris Pine was um, confirmed, but he was not. There was no confirmation that Chris Pine was going to be in the movie, um, but that was the speculation was that the animated portion of him, <laughs> uh, that the animated Green Lantern that they showed looked really, really close to Chris Pine. We got into really no other stuff about Justice League, which I was a little bummed about. I was hoping that they would bring out Flash and announce, um, you know, Green Lantern and talk about, you know, the Justice League film, but they didn't. And then the Suicide Squad came out, and uh, they did a surprise um, showing, and they did uh, the very first Suicide Squad trailer, um, which I did see the leaked version, which the leaked version came out on Saturday. Uh, very hard to watch, but, you know, when you're a big geek and fan like us, uh, we try to watch what we can. And I watched the leaked version. Um, you know, Warner Brothers actually came out on Sunday and said, you know, there's no plans to officially release the trailer like they did Batman v Superman. Um, so that was a bit of a bummer. And then yesterday, completely out of nowhere, Warner Brothers did drop the actual Suicide Squad Comic-Con trailer. So, I think it was just pressure from the studio. I think they just wanted, you know, they're like, man, this crappy leaked version is out there. People are watching it, so we might as well just put out the real version. So, I think they were kind of forced into doing it. And, um, I'm glad they did, because, you know, watching the leaked version was kind of, you know, I was like, oh, that was a cool trailer. But seeing the real version... It was it was great. Um, once again, just you know, seeing Will Smith as Deadshot, seeing everybody pop up, especially Margot Robbie as um, Harley Quinn, and at the very end of the trailer, you get the laugh, you hear the Joker laugh, and you see him come up to the screen as I'm not gonna kill you, I'm just gonna hurt you really, really bad. 
and um, we get the first real close-up shot of Jared Leto as the Joker, and I loved it. I mean, he looked awesome, he sounded awesome, and uh, it was a really great ending to that trailer. So, you know, and you even get a glimpse of the shot of Batman on top of the car fighting them, uh, like we saw from the um, set shots. Really, really good stuff. So, um, yeah, so if you haven't seen the Suicide Squad trailer, the official one, once again, go to amiontheair.com and click on the trailers tab, and you'll see it right there. It's right below the Batman v Superman one. Um, so that was the big part of the Warner Brothers panel. Um, then Fox came in, 20th Century Fox, and of course they got their superhero stuff lined up, and the Fantastic Four came out, they did their panel, they showed their new trailer, which their new trailer actually just came out today, um, so that trailer is now posted on amiontheair.com on the new trailers tab, and on the Facebook and Twitter, so if you haven't seen the new Fantastic Four trailer, check that out. Um, after Fantastic Four, they brought out the cast of Deadpool, so Ryan Reynolds came out, uh, the whole cast, and they were really, really funny. They they did their thing. Uh, they laughed it up. They chalked it up. They cussed a lot, and then they did the first trailer for Deadpool. And once again, I saw the leaked version of it, <laughs> and it was amazing. Uh, from what I read, Hall H said that that trailer stole the show. It got a standing ovation. They begged him to replay it, and they replayed it again for a second time. This movie is what you wanted for a Deadpool film. He breaks the fourth wall. It's super violent. It's got a lot of cussing. Um, the suit looks amazing. The Colossus that they use in this film looks better than any of the previous X-Men films. He looks straight out the comic book and the cartoon series. Um, you know, they have a lot of really good jokes. I mean, when they're, you know, when Ryan Reynolds, uh, you know, Wayne, Wade Wilson is going in for the surgery... Um, they're telling him, you know, we're going to make you into basically a superhero. And he says, good, you know, just don't make my suit green or animated, which was a nice jab at Green Lantern. Um, it was just so good, man. Um, but once again, you can only see the leaked version on this. But Ryan Reynolds has tweeted out that he wanted everybody to be able to see the Comic-Con stuff. Um, but he, he says, you know, unfortunately, I can't release that because some of the footage is not completed, they haven't completed some of the special effects yet, but he said, give us three weeks, and in three weeks I'll have something special for you. So take that for what you will, but it looks like in three weeks we will have our official Deadpool trailer. And one can only hope that we'll get a green band and a red band, because you really need to see what this movie's going to bring as far as that stuff goes. Um, so that was the Deadpool show, and then after that, they went into X-Men Apocalypse and brought out the big cast. Um, it actually started with Hugh Jackman coming out, and Hugh Jackman uh, talked about, he thanked the fans, uh, said that X-Men was the best thing that's ever happened to him. Um, he said, um, you know, I got three words for you, old man Logan, take that for what you will, which of course has led to a lot of speculation that the next solo Wolverine movie will be old man Logan. He confirmed once again that it will be his last time uh, being Wolverine. Um, he brought out director Brian Singer. He gave him a hug. He told him he loved him. And he thanks him for his entire career. And that Wolverine's the best thing that ever happened to him. And before he left the stage, him and Brian Singer kind of joked back and forth. Brian Singer said, you know, hey, you've been in every X-Men movie to, to date, right? And, and you was like, yeah, yeah, I have. And he was like, okay, just saying. 
And then you was like, have your people call my people. And like, it was kind of like this little joke because everybody was expecting to get confirmation that Wolverine was going to be an X-Men apocalypse, but they did not confirm anything. Um, but I thought that was a little playful nod kind of towards it, which leads me to feel like he is going to be in it, uh, at least in some kind of cameo at some point in the film. So that will be cool. Uh, and then they showed a trailer for that, which I did end up seeing the leaked version of the trailer for that as well. Which I don't think uh, 20th Century Fox is going to release to the public. It was very unfinished. <laughs> um, yeah, it was very uh, unfinished trailer. There wasn't very, very many special effects to it. And it kind of just sets up the story to it, with a, which is Apocalypse kind of being this god and trying to get the mutants to follow in his, in his path. And you do get to see Oscar Isaac as um, Apocalypse on the scene, uh, which was pretty funny because it shows Magneto and he's like, who the fuck are you? And Apocalypse flips his hood back and he says, like, you know, follow me and I'll show you. Um, it looked really, really cool. Of course, our boy Peeps is hating on it already because he hates everything X-Men film related. Um, I still don't know why. And by the way, uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, the Rogue Cut, hit DVD and Blu-ray today. I did already get my Blu-ray copy, and it is awesome, so I definitely recommend you check that out. With 18 minutes of extra footage and over 90 minutes of special features. So check out that road cut of X-Men Days of Future Past. It also includes the theatrical version on the same disc as well, so that's pretty cool. So that's the X-Men Apocalypse um, trailer, which the trailer does end showing a close-up of um, James McAvoy in the wheelchair with the shaved head looking a lot like Patrick Stewart. So that was very, very cool. Um, and that was the end of the Fox panel, and that really closed out the day. Um, you know, they did some stuff for Warcraft, and they showed some other movies like Krampus and Prejudice and Zombies and stuff like that that I'm not going to sit and get into. I just really wanted to touch on all the comic book stuff. Um, and like I said, you know, Marvel was not there, so there was nothing to go on with Marvel. Um, they did do a TV panel, though, for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Agent Carter, which I'll get to a little bit later when I start running through some of the just mini tidbit stuff at Comic-Con. But those were the big things that I wanted to get into as far as the panels went. So I'll get back to Comic-Con in a little bit. Let's get into the news and kind of work our way back through the timelines. So up first, uh, congratulations to Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, who got married over the past weekend. So that was pretty awesome. Um, the Marvel Experience, which was a traveling, um, interactive experience that you could do. It was going all over the uh, United States. It has been canceled by Marvel um, very abruptly with no real word on why. So that is unfortunate. I did really want to go check that out when it came back around. Uh, Chris Tucker's new first ever stand-up special is now available on Netflix. So you can check that out right now. Um... We have an article up with director Ellen Taylor discussing the um, Terminator Genesis timeline. So if you're looking for a little bit more um, clarification, let's say on that, go check that out. Uh, the Good Wife has cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan as a new series regular. Uh, Henry Cavill has promised that Batman v Superman is going to be an opening to Justice League which is something that we expected. I mean, the movie is called Dawn of Justice, so we knew it was going to kind of be like that opening door to bringing the team together. Andy Garcia and Michael K. Williams have joined the Ghostbusters cast. That's pretty cool casting right there. I like that. 
Um, X-Men Apocalypse will show the true birth of the X-Men, according to Brian Singer. Um, Henry Cavill says that there is hope and they will be doing more solo Superman movies in the future, but right now it's all about Batman v Superman and building the Justice League and then they'll worry about his solo stuff down the line. Um, more, they've gotten more articles up talking about rumors of Chris Pine up for Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern movie, which this was before Comic-Con, so just kind of teasing it a little bit more. Uh, Michael K. Williams, who we just talked about joining Ghostbusters, he has also joined the cast of Assassin's Creed. So good, good job for him, man. He's a really cool actor, and he deserves it. Uh, Inside Out did beat Jurassic World at the box office last weekend, uh, two weekends ago, actually. Um, remember when I did the last show, they were super close. I mean, they were within a million dollars of each other. And I even said on that on that last episode, I said, watch, by the time the final numbers come out, there's a very good chance that Inside Out could edge out Jurassic World. And it did end up edging it out. Uh, Inside Out made $30 million and Jurassic Park or Jurassic World made 29 So congratulations to Inside Out, which uh, finally got that number one spot that it had been hoping for. Uh, IP Man star Donnie Yen, who actually is one of my mother's favorite actors, which is kind of crazy to think of. Um, Donnie Yen has reportedly been cast in Star Wars Episode Eight and possibly also Rogue One. So that is very, very interesting news right there, if it's true. But right now I say take it as a rumor because it's reportedly, it is not confirmed. Let's see here. Uh, also in the rumor mill, it looks like Rachel McAdams has been offered the female lead in the Doctor Strange movie opposite um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, I like it. I love Rachel McAdams. I'm enjoying her a lot right now on True Detective. And I would love to see her in um, a Marvel movie like Doctor Strange. So that would be really cool if it turns out to be true. The Lifetime Network has already renewed their new show Unreal for a second season. Walking Dead alum Emily Kinney has joined Masters of Sex. Um, over at the Japan box office, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron scores the biggest Hollywood opening of 2015. So that is really, really cool. Disney has bought the live-action Prince Charming project. So they're going to be doing that. Um, we got an update on Hannibal. I told you the Hannibal TV show has been canceled. Uh, there was an update on that just saying that Amazon and Netflix have both passed on opportunities to bring the show back. All right, let's see here. Um, we have Everything Wrong with Kingsman, The Secret Service. Um, great movie, but hilarious nonetheless that they could do the Everything Wrong with. Um we have all the Comic-Con posters posted for the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, which are pretty cool posters, actually. Congratulations to Taylor Swift, who continues to break records. Her video for Blank Space is the fastest video to hit 1 billion plays on the Vivo app. That is insane. Filming has begun officially for season two of Netflix's Daredevil, and we got the first set photos. Nothing real special, just you can see Matt Murdock and the, you know, and the gang just kind of hanging out on set. Kel Mitchell is returning to Nickelodeon to host a new uh, new show called Game Shakers. We have some photos for the Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show, The Chainsaw, 
and the classic are back in the new Ash vs. Evil Dead photos. You can check that out. Uh, let's see. The final Dexter book says farewell to the serial killer Dexter Morgan. The brand new book is called Dexter is Dead. And uh, I hope to pick this up. I want to check it out for damn sure. I love Dexter. Dated releases for Beast of a Nation, The Ridiculous Six, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2, and the new Pee Wee Herman movie over on Netflix. Uh, we have their official release dates here. Let me grab them for you. Oh, come on now. Don't you do that to me. Always. My computer saying no. We do not want to open any of those links for you. And I say, damn it, open the damn links for me now, because I needs to see it. I bear with you. I'm not 100 percent tonight. <laughs> but see my dedication. Alrighty. So here we go. So the first film is Beast of a Nation, Beast of No Nation, which is the new film written and directed by Emmy Award winner Carrie Fukunaga, who did True Detective, the first season, and it stars Golden Globe winner Idris Elba. That will debut on Netflix on Netflix Friday, October 16th worldwide. Then we have The Ridiculous Six, which is the first of the four Adam Sandler movies that he's doing exclusively for Netflix. The film stars Adam Sandler, Terry Crews, uh, Jorge Garcia, Taylor Lautner, Rob Schneider, Luke Wilson, and Nick Nolte. The film will premiere exclusively for Netflix on Friday, December 11th. Then we have Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, The Green Legend. This will be released theatrically in China and on IMAX and then on Netflix globally in the first quarter of 2016. And then there's Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Starring Pee Wee Herman, and that will premiere on Netflix in March of 2016. So there's your release dates there for some of those Netflix exclusives. Cartoon Network has renewed Adventure Time and Steven Universe. According to Zack Snyder, um, Brainiac will be a future Superman villain. So that is really cool to hear because we've been waiting for Brainiac for a while. Uh, Paul Feig's Ghostbusters film has added Neil Casey as the lead villain up in the movie. That dude's really funny, so that's pretty cool. We have the poster and the first trailer for the real-life rescue story, The Finest Hours, starring Chris Pine. So you can check that out. Uh, once again, MIOnTheAir.com. Click on the trailers tab. Comedy Central has renewed Midnight for Season 3. Harry Shearer is returning to The Simpsons. Uh, we reported that he was leaving, um, you know, that it had nothing to do with money. He just, he was out, didn't want to do it anymore. But, obviously, the power of money has spoken. Because <laughs> he has returned and he's coming back to the Simpsons. Uh, Empire Season 2 has just casted Kelly Rowland. So, congratulations to Kelly for joining Empire Season 2. Um... We have an article up with Kevin Feige talking about Ant-Man's place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's a pretty cool little read there. And, of course, Ant-Man hits theaters this Friday. So, very excited about that. Going to be checking that out in IMAX 3D. Dark Horse Comics and Universal Cable Production, Inc., a first-look deal to 
bring some of those properties to life. That's going to be tight. The El Rey Network has released the first trailer from Season 2 of From Dust Till Dawn. Um, I really need to get into the show because I love the movie From Dust Till Dawn. And I want to watch the first season, which is on Netflix now. I just need to remember that it's on there so I can watch it. And then maybe I can watch Season 2. In some really big news... Uh, the Lego directors, the Lego movie directors, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who we talk a lot about on this show, because they do so much cool stuff. They did 21 and 22 Jump Street, the Lego movie. They're writing the Flash movie right now. Um, they're also writing Lego movie 2. Like, I mean, they got their hands in so many bots. So this was a shocker to find out that they're going to be helming the Han Solo spinoff movie for the Star Wars anthology film series. That is incredible. So I'm very, very excited about it. I love everything these guys do. What they touch turns to gold. And them behind a young Han Solo spinoff film. Yes, please. Where do I sign up? Uh, this film is slated to come out in 2018. So get ready for that. Uh, Darth Vader, speaking of Star Wars, Darth Vader is set to appear in Star Wars Anthology Rogue One, which is the uh, first anthology film that's going to come out next year. Um, they're saying that Darth Vader will have a role in that film, so that is awesome, because I would love to see me some Vader up in there. Let's see here. Uh, Chris Lee Knows Best has been renewed for Season 4 over on USA. Um... has uh, premiered the photo of the Ghostbusters car Ecto-1 uh, up on his Twitter and stuff so of course we posted it and it looks awesome man the car looks spot on to the original films it's still that big fancy clunky car uh, which I think is awesome right there uh, let's see Rocketty Media is postponing the release of its next film Masterminds Masterminds stars um Galifianakis, Owen Wilson, and Kristen Wiig, and it was originally supposed to come out on August 19th, and they pushed it back to October 9th. Um, it has something to do with marketing and all this stuff, because um, of relativity and some of their rights. I don't know. It's a convoluted story. It just sucks, because I think the movie looks pretty funny. I wanted to see it in August. Now I have to wait till October 9th. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Jai Courtney uh, has joined Lily James in The Kaiser's Last Kiss. We have the first trailer for Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip, so you can check that out. We have the Honest trailer for Iron Man, the original film. We have Everything Wrong with Mission Impossible in 15 minutes or less. Amy Schumer and Aziz Ansari are going to headline the Oddball Comedy Fest, so that's pretty cool there. Um, we got our confirmation. We knew it was probably going to happen, but we did find out that, yes, Elektra is going to be joining Daredevil Season 2, and they have casted G.I. Joe Retaliation's Elodie Young. Um, she played, um, so, God, I can't even remember now, um, Red Sonia or whatever in, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation. She was the girl in all red, the red ninja. I trained with uh, the good old Riza. Um, but yeah, she's going to be Electra, um, which is pretty cool. So I'm glad that we got confirmation. I'm glad to see that Electra is going to be joining Punisher 
in joining Daredevil in season two over on Netflix. So very very cool. Uh, let's see. The TV show Forever that was just canceled. They were trying to shop that one around too and see if any other networks would pick it up, and it is unable to find a new home. Rosie Perez is leaving The View, um, so that sucks. Ellen Page is signed on for the Iraq war drama film Lioness. Fox is planning a movie about the gay marriage Supreme Court ruling. Of course they are. Um, <laughs> let's see. The Star Wars app has been officially revealed, so stay connected to a galaxy far, far away by downloading that app. Um, South Park has been renewed by Comedy Central all the way through 2019. So hell yeah, dude. South Park is going to be staying around for quite some time. Uh, Disney Infinity 3.0, that release date has been announced. So you can check that out. Um, we got a new poster for the Pam movie starring New Jackman and company. Check that out. Uh, really cool promo pick Comic-Con's done, but the, but Deadpool did a really great one where he's hitchhiking to Comic-Con with a sombrero on uh, and a sign saying, Comic-Con, por favor. Uh, I really liked it. We have a new promo for Supergirl, which you can check out. Um, this was pretty big news here that Marissa Tomei is in talks to play uh, Aunt May in the Spider-Man reboot. Um, some people really like it, some people don't. I love it, because I really like Marissa Tomei, and, uh, I think she'd be a great Aunt May. Um, the problem I hear from a lot of people is just they think Marissa Tomei is too hot to be Aunt May, and that, you know, like how she's supposed to play this old grandma. Um, I think what people are forgetting is that, you know, we're going with a lot younger Peter Parker this time around, 15 years old, so they could do, you know... And Aunt May in her, you know, late 40s, early 50s. Why not? You know, I don't see the problem with it. So, love me some Marissa Tomei, and I'm all for this casting in the Spider-Man reboot. Netflix's quarantine drama Between is getting a season two. We have the first trailer for Showtime Network's new series, Billions, starring Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis over on our Twitter page. We have the third and final trailer for Southpaw, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. It comes out at the end of this month. We have the first official trailer for Goosebumps. And the um, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2 United teaser, which was more of a viral video uh, up there as well. Um, Juliana Rancic is exiting E! News uh, as her anchor position. She's still going to do stuff with the network, but she will not be on E! News. Uh, Paramount and AMC theaters have stroke, uh, striked an unprecedented pact to shorten release windows. Basically, in essence, um, a film from the time it's in theater till a time that it hits Blu-ray or DVD is about six months. This new pact that Paramount is testing with AMC is to have a turnaround time of three months. So it'll hit theaters. And after um, it'll and then after 90 days, it'll come out on VOD and Blu-ray and DVD. So they're looking to cut the time in half. And I think that they're going to start that with um, the new Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. 
So we'll see how that works out. It'll be pretty interesting to see if we can get a 90-day turnaround time to uh, home video. Uh, we told you Rosie Perez was departing The View. Now Michelle Collins has joined The View. Uh, the Wii TV Network has ordered an Empire-like documentary series featuring famous hip-hop families. Kelly Pickler, Adrian Bellon have been named as Ryan Seacrest's Knock Knock Live co-host. South Park has also re-upped with a massive Hulu deal uh, as Comedy Central, like I told you, renewed their deal through 2019. You can see all South Park episodes on the Hulu. Um kid's name but he was on Gotham season one they really teased him to be the Joker and now it looks like he is actually going to be the Joker in season two um, at least the young version of him uh, he did an Instagram post quoting you know a Joker line looking very Joker-esque so um, it looks like we're going to get that in season two of Gotham Universal Pictures has surpassed the three billion dollar mark internationally of course no surprise there um, company is just doing so well this year we have everything wrong with face off in 18 minutes or less which as far as i'm concerned there's nothing wrong with face off this is one of the greatest movies of all time um in some real big breaking news that started really right before comic-con started i'm surprised they didn't wait to announce this at the warner brothers panel but that's that ben affleck is going to team with dc's jeff johns and they're going to work on a standalone batman film together um they're going to co-write the script together Ben Affleck is going to direct it and, of course, star in it. Um, and the film supposedly will be called The Batman, and it will probably come out around 2018. That it might be his next directing project after he does his next film, which is called Live by Night, I believe. So that is really big news. We always expected that Ben Affleck was going to be directing his own Batman movie because that's what he does now. He's a great director and. Um, I'm all for it, man, and I like that they've enlisted Jeff Johns from DC to actually help write the script because it will really, truly have that DC feel, so that is really, really cool news. The Twin, Pikes uh, Twin, Peaks, sorry, no, Twin, Pikes, Twin Peaks revival is set to premiere at some time in 2017. Sundance TV has renewed Rectify for Season 4. Courtney Cox and Rosalind Sanchez have also joined the cast of Mother's Day, which is going to be one of those big, big movies that have like a thousand actors in it, uh, based on a holiday. <laughs> Taylor Swift keeps on breaking records as her new album, 1989, is now the fastest selling album since uh, the year 2004. That's crazy. Alrighty. So now, excuse me, I'm going to take a second here. So now we're going to get into some of the uh, Comic-Con stuff at this point, um, sprinkled throughout. So there's just some nuggets to kind of take away. It, we did post up some pictures of some of the stuff on the um, Comic-Con floor, like Batman's exosuit along with Wonder Woman's costume, uh, the um, Iron, Iron Man um, Iron Buster outfit um, taking on the Hulk, which is really, really cool. You can see the Batman, the Superman tech cowl that Batman will wear in the film, plus all the different toys that are going to be coming out for Batman v Superman, which I thought was, they were all look awesome. There was actually on the floor was a Batman v Superman car for Superman. I don't know when the hell Superman needs a car, but there was a big blue and silver car on the floor with a big S on the hood. 
So I don't know what the deal is with this one, but hey, we got a picture of it. We have uh, some pictures of the orcs and stuff from the Warcraft display. Cam Monaghan is the kid that supposedly is going to be playing the Joker role on Gotham Season 2. He was also in Season 1. The Stratton movie has found the replacement for Henry Cavill. And it's going to be none other than Dominic Cooper. So congratulations to Dominic Cooper. Comedy Central has renewed Workaholics for two more seasons. Ted Bomber almost played Superman for Brett Ratner and J.J. Abrams. So that's interesting news there. And I can definitely see it. Matt Bomber definitely has that Superman look. Allison Sudal has joined J.K. Rowling's Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them spinoff movie. We have some new Comic-Con posters for The Last Witch Hunter starring Vin Diesel, which look awesome. Jonathan Rhys Myers is going to be playing The Clash's Joe Strummer in London Town. Daniel Craig shuts down that Star Wars rumor that he's one of the stormtroopers of the movie. He says, quote, why would I even bother doing something like that? So I thought that was pretty interesting because there was a lot of rumors going around saying, oh, he's going to be, he's a stormtrooper and you'll never see him without the helmet on, but he's one of those guys. And I'm like, why would he even bother doing that? Um, we have the first season five trailer for Showtime's Homeland. So check that out. Fox orders a TV pilot based on the 1980 film Urban Cowboy. We have a really funny video posted uh, with Nick Offerman, Betty White, and more people auditioning to replace uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, which I think this was done as a sketch for um, Conan O'Brien, which is awesome. <laughs> so, uh, Ben Affleck's next directorial outing, which is Live By Night, which I discussed earlier because he's going to direct the Batman movie after this, but Live By Night has been set for a November start date. So this is a movie he's been trying to make for a couple years now. But he got so preoccupied with the Batman thing that I had to keep getting pushed back. So we will finally do Live by Night starting in November. Uh, Christina Hendricks has exited Cameron, Cameron Crowe's new film, Roadies. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombie Mode trailer invades Comic-Con, so you can check that out. Um, time to roll out a brand new gameplay trailer for Transformers Devastation. This game actually looks really, really cool. It looks like the cartoon, the old school Transformers cartoon in video game mode, like you're actually controlling the cartoon. Uh, great graphics there. It's really, really cool. Alright. Uh, we have the new trailer for Doctor Who Season 9. So you can check that out. Um... Scorpion gets an expanded season premiere episode, and Gene Simmons is going to guest in the premiere. So that's really cool. Brian Singer teases some destruction on the X-Men Apocalypse set. Uh, Sherlock, we get the first look at the Sherlock special starring Benedict Cumberbatch, so you can check that out. MTV has renewed Teen Wolf for season 6. Sada talks about how Spider-Man fits into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Pretty cool little article to check out. There was another article that came out saying that Laura Vandervoort was in talks to appear on Supergirl. Of course, for those of you that are fans of Smallville, you would know that Laura Vandervoort was Supergirl on Smallville. So I thought that was really cool casting news. But then about, I don't know, two hours after this article ran, uh, Laura came out and said, um, I don't know where that came from, but I've had no talks with the Supergirl TV show. So, 
That's too bad, because I thought that was really cool if she was going to actually show them on the show. Uh, the creators and showrunners of Powers discuss Season 2, which I definitely recommend. If you have the PlayStation Network, you should check out Powers. It's free if you're a PS Plus member, so why not? Um, Marvel CCO says that the new Spider-Man costume is going to blow people away. This gets me really excited. I can't wait to see what kind of change they do with the uh, suit coming up in the reboot. And hopefully we see a piece of it at, uh, in Civil War. Uh, a lot of rumors when they were casting Lex Luthor for Batman v Superman, a lot of the rumors going around was that Brian Cranston was going to be it and then something happened and he just didn't get the job. Um, Brian Cranston was asked straight up, like, were you ever in negotiations to play Lex Luthor? And he says, no. He says, I was never even approached for the role. So, you can put that rumor to rest now. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Ron Perlman, Heather Graham, and Neil McDonough are going to star in the Call of Duty Black Ops 3 uh, Zombies mode. So, they've been doing that a lot lately with the Call of Duties that the zombie modes have real actors in it. And this is a really cool lineup right here, so that's pretty tight. There's a new film going to be coming out called La La Land, and that's going to reunite J.K. Simmons with his Whiplash director. So that is J.K. Simmons' next project, La La Land. Uh, let's see. We have the Red Band trailer for Sinister 2. We have the Blind Spot Comic-Con trailer starring Jamie Alexander. I really like this news. I'm a big Neil McDonough fan. I just talked about him being in the new Call of Duty. I love this guy. He, great, he plays a great bad guy. So guess what? He's going to be an Arrow next season. Arrow has added Neil McDonough as the new big bad guy for next season, Damien Dark. So this is perfect. Neil is a great bad guy, and he's going to be awesome going up against Oliver Queen, who, according to the Arrow panel at Comic-Con, says he's got a new suit on, and he says, I am... The Green Arrow. And he also says he's protecting Star City, not Starling City. So look for some changes coming up in Arrow uh, Season 4. But know that the new big bad guy is going to be Neil McDonough uh, as Damian Dark. Very, very cool. Uh, congratulations to The Rock. His new show Ballers over on HBO has been renewed for a second season. And that gets me very excited because I love Ballers. So this show is really, really cool. So I'm glad to see you get a second season. Colin Trevorrow, who just directed Jurassic World, is on the rumored list to possibly direct Star Wars Episode Nine. Take that for what you will. Dead returns on Sunday, October 11th at 9 p.m. with a 90-minute premiere. So there you go for all you deadheads out there. Uh, we got the Walking Dead Season 6 Comic-Con trailer. J.K. Rowling's Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them has casted Dan Fogler, which I love Dan Fogler, but I still don't want to see this movie. Uh, who are you going to call? The Ghostbusters fully assemble in a brand new photo. It finally shows the four, our four female Ghostbusters standing in front of the car, fully decked out in their Ghostbuster outfits, and they look awesome. It's a really cool photo. I'm getting excited for this film. I was already excited about it before. Paul Feig is a great director, and he knows how to do comedy, and I can't wait to see what he does with this. Jennifer Lawrence is attached to star in The Rosie Project. We got 
the Fear the Walking Dead Comic Con trailer, and that will also premiere on Sunday, August 23rd at 9pm with a special 90 minute premiere. For those of you that are fans of the 100, Lexa is returning in Season 3. AMC has no plans to combine The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead series, so mwah mwah. Duncan Jones says he has plans for at least two more Warcraft movies, so that's pretty cool there. Um, even though the footage that did, came out of Comic-Con didn't have the best hype around it. Millionaire matchmaker's Patty Stanger has parted ways with the Bravo Network, so she'll no longer be doing her show there. Archie Comics TV pilot Riverdale has been moved over to the CW Network. So, makes sense. I can see it definitely on CW. Season 2 of Agent Carter is going to be taking place in Hollywood in 1947 with Peggy investigating a murder. Shield Season 3 is going to also be introducing the inhuman character of Lash. Lash is going to be one of the big villains coming into the next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I like that they're incorporating uh, an inhuman villain into it. Uh, Nicolaj Arcel has been confirmed to direct and co-write Stephen King's The Dark Tower. So finally we got some confirmation of that. Um, Rogue One, the Star Wars anthology film, is going to start filming in three weeks. We have an article up with Guillermo del Toro where he talks about Crimson Peak, The Strain, Pacific Rim 2, and more. And by the way, The Strain is back over on FX. Uh, FX. And it's only one episode in. The season premiere was Sunday night. So, great show to get into. If you didn't watch season one, you can get caught up on Hulu. I definitely recommend it. The Strain is a really good show. Ash vs. the Evil Dead is going to premiere on Halloween night over on the Stars channel. The TV show will take place 30 years after the events of the original Evil Dead. And Ash is an immature, womanizing drunk. <laughs> uh, because of the Evil Dead's remake success, the remake film a couple years ago, it's possible that Ash and Jane Levy's Mia could team up in a future movie. So that's very interesting there. Have the Ash vs. Evil Dead trailer as well that you can check out. Um, the complete new Star Wars canon timeline has been updated. Let's see. I'm going to skip all the Comic Con stuff we've talked about already. Uh, Jeff Johns also confirmed at Comic Con that Jay Garrick will appear on the next season of The Flash, which we'll have more news on that here in a little bit. Um, Josh Trank has canceled the 3D conversion of Fantastic Four, so it will not be in 3D, it will just be in standard. We have the big five-minute extended Comic-Con trailer for The Man from Uncle, um, starring Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. Really cool uh, trailer there to check out. Let's see. We already talked about all of this. We, of course, have posted over 90 screenshots from the Batman v Superman trailer. Um, X-Men Apocalypse's Comic-Con poster has been officially revealed, which you get to see kind of an outline of what Apocalypse looks like, kind of superimposed over the burning destruction of the X-Mansion. 
Jimmy Alexander confirms that she's going to be back for Thor Ragnarok. So that's great to hear. You love my lady Sif. We have the official Comic-Con poster for the horror, uh, horror holiday movie, The Krampus. James McAvoy's X-Men movies contract is up at, after Apocalypse. And he told us that he loves playing the character and he's totally down to resign if they want him back. Um, which seems to be the case of him, Michael Fassbender, uh, you know, and Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt. They've all signed three picture deals and they're all expiring after um, the show. And uh, after the show, after Apocalypse. And um, only um, Jennifer Lawrence has been kind of like, I'm not coming back. Everybody else has been like, I love playing my character. I'll totally return if they ask me. And then today, Jennifer um, did an interview and she said, you know, well, now that I think about it, like, I really do love making these movies and I love the character. And if they asked me to come back, I probably would. So it looks like probably everybody's going to come back because you know they're going to make more excellent movies, especially after Apocalypse Makes Bank. So, um... I don't know, I think I said it, but uh, if I didn't, Salem has been renewed for a third season, whoever watches that. Um, <laughs> Director Josh Trank has pitched Fantastic Four as a grounded, dramatic, emotional, character-driven story, more science than science fiction. Toby Kebbell says that his Victor Von Doom lets his ego go wild, and he wants to destroy Reed Richards, Reed Richards and he will. Um, Josh Trank calls Fantastic Four both an origin story and a prequel. It's a story about strength as a family. Um, then we went into the Deadpool stuff. Um, Tim Miller uh, said that it had to come at the right time, but the studio was ready to make it now. And he's the perfect character for right now. Ryan Reynolds took a shot at... Uh, the Green Lantern during the panel saying that this is a proper superhero movie that he's been involved in. Um, Jim Miller says that the studio never questioned anything that they did, even though they probably should have. <laughs> um, Ryan Reynolds also said this is the most, most faithful adaptation from a comic to screen that he's ever seen about Deadpool, especially the uh, suit. Um... <laughs> One of the quotes that came out of Comic-Con said, What you need to know about the Deadpool trailer? Motherfucker, cocksucker, face fuck, and you sounded like you got a cock in your mouth. <laughs> that tweet was hilarious. Uh, let's see here. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse takes place ten years after Days of Future Past in a different world where mutants are accepted mostly by society. The Warcraft trailer will officially premiere in theaters this November. Um, we have the trailer for Into the Badlands starring Daniel Wu that came out of Comic Con um, really cool Stan Lee got on stage and they did a really big selfie um, with all the cast of the X-Men films Fantastic Four, Deadpool and even um, you know, Hugh Jackman came back up and then even Channing Tatum jumped on, jumped on stage because of course he's going to be Gambit and they all took a big selfie together, which I thought was really, really cool, especially with Stan Lee. So that, that was a really cool Comic-Con moment. And, of course, we posted the selfie because it looks pretty awesome. 
Um, we have the first official trailer for Brooklyn, starring Cyrus Ronan and Domhnall Gleeson. Um, we have that Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, Comic-Con 2015, behind-the-scenes reel that you can check out. Uh, of course, that Man from U.N.C.L.E. Comic-Con trailer, the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice one. It's all up on amiontheair.com under the Trailers tab. Um, got the brand new Heroes Reborn Comic-Con trailer, which I was already sold on this show. That trailer was great, though. I'm looking really fun, really towards um, this new Heroes Reborn. And seen in the trailer that Zachary Levi, who of course is Chuck, and he's always a good guy, is actually the bad guy in this upcoming season. So I'm like, oh shit. So it's very, very cool. Uh, the Flash has added Jay Garrick and Patty Spivet in Season 2. Uh, Anarchy and Mr. Terrific have been confirmed for Arrow Season 4. Uh, Hawkman is coming to Legends of Tomorrow, so that's really, really cool there. Um, so let me break down who we got cast for Flash Season 2. Um... Sears, who is on Masters of Sex right now, he's been cast as Jay Garrick, um, who is well known to the comic fans as the first DC comic character to take on the mantle of the Flash. In the TV show, Jay is a mysterious figure who will arrive in Central City to warn Barry Allen and his team at Star Labs of an impending danger that he alone cannot cannot hope to stop. Chantel Van Santen. As uh, she's from One Tree Hill, and she was in The Final Destination. She's super hot, by the way. Uh, she's been cast as Patty Spivet. Uh, more recent addition to The Flash's comic book history, Patty Spivet is a police officer and a science enthusiast who catches the eye of Barry Allen. Uh, Patty's obsessed with meta-humans and partners with Detective Joe West this season, but has no idea that her new crush is The Flash. So... Very, very cool uh, new casting there for those shows. Uh, I like that Hawkeye is coming to Legend of Tomorrow as well. Comic-Con also debuted the new revamped costume for The Flash, which finally does have the white background behind the uh, lightning bolt on his chest, which is very, very cool. Margot Martindale has joined The, the Good Wife for Season 7. Um, let's see. Family Guy has enlisted Kate McKinnon to play Peter's sister next season, which is cool. Uh, Brian Fuller from the, um, the Hannibal TV show says that instead of shopping it around to another network, it might actually live on as a feature film. So that will be interesting to see if that actually happens. Um, Supergirl, that TV show is also casted. Uh, Peter Fascinelli. Um, he is going to be playing, damn it, I totally lost it, I'll get back to that in a second, bear with me, sorry about that, um, sorry, 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 uh, A lot of this is all doubled up from Comic-Con news that I just don't want to rehash with you guys. Uh, plus, by the way, my boy Geeky Pat over at This Week with the Geek is going to be doing a big Comic-Con roundup 
on his new edition of uh, This Week with the Geek. That should be out later this week as well, so kind of keep an eye out for that if you want some more Comic-Con goodness. Um, damn, I can't find the Peter Fresnelli thing. I'll get back to it. I know I have it somewhere else. Um, let's see here. Minions boasted a record $115.2 million at the box office. Uh, the second biggest animated debut of all time, and that is incredible. Um, we already talked about that. Oh, there we go. Supergirl has added Peter Fascinelli as Maxwell Lord. So he's going to be playing Maxwell Lord on the CBS Supergirl show. Ryan Reynolds says that he'd love to see Deadpool in the X-Force movie. If they ever do the X-Force movie, that was something I heard about two years ago, and then they just don't talk about it anymore. Um, he says it would be really hard because of the way they're setting up Deadpool in the solo movie to kind of restrict him back into PG-13 with other people, but he says that he's totally up for the challenge, and he would love to see Deadpool fit in with all these other characters. So uh, X-Force is the one that stands out to him. Um, Marita. From Brave is coming to Once Upon a Time in Season 5. We got an article up with Brandon Ralph and Katie Lotz discussing the journey of spinning off from TV shows. The Shane returned on Sunday night, like I told you, and Del Toro and the full cast tell us to expect a drunker Season 2, whatever that means. <laughs> Hopefully they just mean they're amping it up, because I want to see some more goodness from The Strain. Um... We got a pretty cool art, uh, interview, video interview up with Deadpool creator Rob Liefeld. He talks a lot about the movie, the, how faithful everything is. Um, they confirmed that there will be no post credit scene in the Fantastic Four movie, so don't sit around to the end of the trailer for that one. Uh, Nintendo CEO Satoru Iwata has passed away. Uh, I believe he's only 55 uh, on July 12th, so very, very sad. Uh, news there for Nintendo. I uh, heard he was a great guy who just loved gaming, and that is, uh, you know, I'm sure Geeky Pat will get into that more. But um, you know, great, uh, you know, great legacy left behind. So rest in peace uh, to Mr. Iwata. We got an interview up with Ryan Reynolds and Marina Baccarat and T.J. Miller and Brianna Hiddlebrand talking Deadpool. We have a whole press conference from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up that you can check out that link and check that out. There's a lot of, by the way, I'm not going through all of it, but if you go through our Twitter feed, I was trying to give you as much news as we could over Comic-Con. And one of the things is, I mean, we posted a lot of the panels uh, that happened, a lot of articles, a lot of pictures, a lot of stuff. So if you really want to see what went down at Comic-Con, um, you know, take a skim through our Twitter feed over at uh, twitter.com slash air. Just on a side note, because there's a lot of stuff I'm kind of skipping over, but you can see all of this on our Twitter feed. The X-Men Apocalypse official logo was revealed, which is nothing really special. Um, <laughs> we have a new photo from the Dark Knight. Uh, of the Dark Knight from Batman v Superman. If you see in the trailer, there's a scene where Batman is like fighting these guys in the desert, and he looks like he's all Mad Max style with like this brown trench coat and he's got goggles on. And I was like, what the hell in the trailer? And that's what this photo is. It's him, you know, like desert Batman. 
with his goggles on his head and his jacket on. So it's very interesting. I can't wait to see what that part plays out to be in the movie. In interesting news, Mel Gibson is the art director of a Chinese Bruce Willis movie called The Bobby. Okay. 50 Cent has filed for bankruptcy. Of course he has, because what other you know multi-millionaire uh, just goes broke like that? You know, these damn rappers do. I could have sworn there was a 50 Cent song that says, you know, if he went the rest of his life blowing money, he'd still be filthy rich. Well, I guess it's not true, 50, anymore. Uh, John C. Riley has signed on for Wreck-It Ralph 2. Hells yeah, I love Wreck-It Ralph. I'm on a wreck-it! And uh, it's about time they move forward with the sequel here. The Backstreet Boys and NSYNC are going to star in a new zombie movie? Uh, yeah, I doubt uh, Justin Timberlake will be part of that. Um, <laughs> we have the first teaser trailer for The Affair, which is a show on Showtime. I love The Affair. It was a great show. And they're telling us that in Season 2, the show will be exploring four perspectives, which I really, really love. Because the cool thing about the show is it was an hour long, and the first half hour was from uh, the guy's perspective, and the second half hour was from the woman's perspective. And I really thought that, that was cool storytelling. And now, see, it looks like the new second season is going to be from the guy, the girl, uh, the ex-wife, and the ex-husband, uh, all kind of coming together. Uh, so very, very interesting. We have an article up with over 80 screenshots from the Suicide Squad trailer, so check that out. Hannibal is going to be moving to Saturdays at 10 p.m. effective this week. Arrow Stephen Amell reveals how his Casey Jones is going to be different in the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Um, not only is Hannibal going to Saturday nights, but also is Aquarius. So NBC has bumped Hannibal and Aquarius to Saturday nights. Tom Hardy's new Splinter Cell movie gets a new writer. So I'm looking forward to that Splinter Cell movie. We need to hurry up with that. Um, we have some information up on the new season pass DLC that's been revealed for Batman Arkham Knight, including the 1989 Batmobile and the Michael Keaton Batman suit. Hells yeah, I can't wait to put those skins on. A Hotel Transylvania TV series is in development. Uh, of course, Hotel Transylvania 2 comes out in a couple months, and now they're going to do a TV show based on the daughter of the film um, and her, her and her friends. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we have an article up with the director of Ant-Man, Mr. Peyton Reed, talking about making Ant-Man. ABC Family has renewed Stitchers for Season 2. Uh, this week on Blu-ray and DVD is Ex Machina, uh, Days of Future Past Rogue Edition, and It Follows. So check those out. Um, the Last Starfighter is heading to TV, and I'm very excited about this. And growing up, there's... A couple movies that really have a warm place in my heart, and The Last Starfighter is definitely one of them. I've been waiting for them to remake this into a movie, remake the TV, you know, remake it into something, and now it's going to be a television series. So hopefully they do it justice because I love The Last Starfighter. So that is really cool news that just came out earlier today. The Esquire Network has renewed Night Fight for a fourth season. Brian Singer is developing a World War III drama for Spike TV. 
Comic-Con piracy, like Suicide Squad, Deadpool, different footage that was leaked over the weekend, is forcing studios to react. Uh, supposedly the rumor going around is that some of these studios are thinking, you know, well, we can't control all this leaking footage. We're just going to stop showing stuff at Comic-Con, which that's going to piss a lot of people off, because that's why you go to Comic-Con, man, is to see all that footage. You know, I went to Comic-Con probably about five years ago now, and it was a great experience, and I loved seeing all the first-hand footage of all this stuff. And it would really suck and take away from that if when you go, they don't show this stuff anymore because they're just that afraid of it getting leaked. Um, you know, I hope to get back to Comic-Con soon. Um, I can I can get in there with a press badge for Am I on the Air because we've been doing this show for so long. Uh, it's just really hard to schedule to, to go. And then, you know, to get people to go, too, because passes are, like, near impossible to get right now. So, I'm not going by myself. So, hopefully one of these years we'll make another trek out again. The FX Network is landing Minions, Ted 2, and Terminator Genesis to air first on the FX channel. Tyga, Adam Goldberg, David Arquette had joined Bruce Willis in his new action comedy. Russell Peters and Faison Love are going to star in a new stoner comedy called Ripped. I was bummed about this. Joss Whedon came out and he says, No Avengers Age of Ultron director's cut will debut. And this bums me out because there was word several months ago before the movie came out that he was going to be doing the director's cut. Uh, that the original version of his film was close to three hours long and he was going to put out that three hour version. Well, now Joss says basically he's just too lazy to make it <laughs> and that it's a lot of work to recut, you know, a three hour version of the film. And he says, you know, what was released theatrically is the closest it's ever going to be to what was the final vision between him and Marvel. So he says he just wants to leave the theatrical cut alone. So it sucks. You know, we're only going to have that theatrical version, which I do love. But I was very, very excited to see what his original director's cut would have been without the time restraints. So that is a bummer of a news that we found out earlier today. Um, we have a new Everything Wrong With Mission Impossible 2 in 16 minutes or less. Like I said, that brand new Fantastic Four trailer just dropped today. We have the first trailer for Sisters starring Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, um, which is very, very cool. Um, and lastly, uh, Ghostbusters cameo has been confirmed by Dan Aykroyd. Uh, there was no doubt this dude was going to pop up in, uh, <laughs> in the Ghostbusters movie. And he sure as hell is going to pop up in the new Ghostbusters movie. So keep an eye out for Dan Aykroyd uh, in the new reboot film. Alright, so that is the news. Let's get over to our release dates and box office stuff. And we'll wrap this baby up. Uh, before I lose my voice, so I'm starting to struggle right now, and I want to cough really bad, so I'm going to meet this real quick. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. Okay, once again, on DVD and Blu-ray, as of today, is Ex Machina, Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2, The Second Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. It follows The Longest Ride and X-Men Days of Future Past, The Road Cut. In theaters on Friday is going to be Ant-Man, Trainwreck, the new comedy starring um, Amy Schumer, which looks absolutely hilarious, and Mr. Holmes, 
uh, starring um, Ian McKellen. So three big movies coming out this weekend. Of course, we're all over Ant-Man. I hope to see Trainwreck also. No promises there, but uh, I definitely want to see Trainwreck at some point. But it's all about Ant-Man this weekend. I'm super, super excited. I've heard nothing but great things. All right, here's our box office breakdown. Coming in number 10, it's Spy with $3 million. Number 9 is Max with $3.4 million. Number 8 is Selfless uh, in its week, week debut, only making $5.4 million in its first week. Number 7 is Ted 2 with $5.6 million. Number 6 is Magic Mike XXL with $9.6 million. Number 5 is The Gallows in its debut, making $10 million. Um, $10 million doesn't sound too big for The Gallows at number 5, but this movie was made on a $1 million budget. So it has far exceeded that at this point with $10 million in its first week. Gotta love those cheap horror movies. Number 4 is Terminator Genesis with $13.7 million. Number 3 is Inside Out with $17.1 million. Number 2 is Jurassic World with $18.1 million. And your number 1 film is Minions with $115 $2 million dollars so massive right there man minions are just killing it well ladies and gentlemen that is it for me it has been am i on the air this season premiere the red capes are coming on this july the 14th uh thank you so much for your patience and for hanging in there with me um on this episode as i struggled like i said i really just wanted to get this episode out to you guys there was so much news to drop at comic-con and everything and we had to talk about that amazing Batman v Superman trailer. Once again, all the trailers we talked about, all the new hotness, amiontheair.com. That is our official webpage. I can't stress it enough. Bookmark it. You can go to the trailers tab, watch all those trailers. Go to the movie review tab, look at all my movie reviews and what I've rated everything so far. Um, you can listen to the show on that website. You can, um, you know, everything is just there. All the stuff you need is on amiontheair.com. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. Uh, follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdommega. You can also uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. And we are also on Stitcher and TuneIn. We are also on Google+. And you can now find us on Instagram. Just search amiontheair. We're also on Periscope. Search Am I on the Air. Um, we got a really cool spoiler kind of uh, Terminator Genesis video up on the Periscope right now you can check out. Um, hopefully you can do a little bit more there. I was so busy this past weekend or I would have done a live reaction to the Superman trailer. Um, but, you know, hope to get better on that here in the upcoming future. Um, of course, YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Am I on the Air. Uh, just Google Am I on the Air and anything you find, subscribe to it, check it out, tell all your friends. Um, so thank you once again for all your time, for your patience, for your continued loyalty. Uh, and until next time, my friends, this has been Am I on the Air. I'm Don Mega, signing out. Peace. Red Dragon. Ah. Red Dragon!